And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I am coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Um, and my hot take has to do with the NBA playoffs. We're not going to be talking too much about these this week. Uh, we had the past couple of weeks, but I thought I'd bring us back there just real quick up here at the top. Um, my hot take is, is I've completely lost a handle on these playoffs and we're only in the second round. So I'm, I'm, my hot take is I'm checking out from the NBA playoffs. At this point, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the NBA playoffs. Sure, but okay, yeah. so that's your complaint every year. Every year you talk shit. No, my complaint every year is that the NBA playoffs are too long and everybody gets in. Right. And I just found out this year, because apparently last year I checked out even earlier, but this year I found out that last year they made the playoffs even bigger. So right. we're talking like well more than 50% of NBA teams are making it to the playoffs. And so... You know, I feel, I, you know, I feel pretty good that I made it this long without like just completely losing it um, because it's just too much. Have you talked to Eli? Yeah, he's pretty pumped. He's pretty pumped. Eli, yeah. shout out to Dump on the Ump alumni, Eli, big Celtics fan. <laughs> the Celtics are, are advancing to the second round. Good for them. Yeah. 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 They have to have played some games already, right? It was last week they had won. Right now, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs some more because I think we should circle back. We are? No. I think we should. I think we should circle back just a little bit back around to this. Uh, Let's circle back like three months from now when we're in the – When the playoffs are still going on. The semifinals, yeah. July 4th. Right. When it's – exactly. And we're in the like one of the series before the championship. You know, we're just – Right. And somehow the Lakers are still in it. Right. (laughs) LeBron James with a mustache is playing for some other team. Uh, uh, also joining us, a little bit of pinch hitter right now, coming at us from Chicago, Illinois, Justin, Justin, welcome back. Thanks for coming. How's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Thanks for having me. First time in my life, I felt like Matt Stairs, so I'm glad to be pinch hitting. Thanks for letting me dig in, boys. (laughs) What's your hot take? All right. So, uh, first of all, Sam, the NBA playoffs are alive and well. Thank God you're not running the the league or the country. Uh, My hot take (laughs) is Boston is going to dethrone the Bucks, And I say that because you got a player like Jason Tatum, who's probably top five player in the league right now after they, you know, did whatever they had to do to the Nets. I'm trying to pick my words wisely, but they beat the shit out of the Nets, okay? <laughs> and it was all from Tatum's defense. I think he's a better basketball player than Giannis. No disrespect to the freak. But Jason Tatum has better basketball skill, and I think that's going to prevail. Uh, can I uh, give you a double hot take? Yeah. Okay. My boy J.D. Martinez is on a heater right now, and he will ride this wave to an all-star berth in 2022. Okay, okay. okay. Before Sam says anything... Eli, you were this, Justin is now Eli's best friend. Justin, if you don't know <laughs> Eli. <true. laughs> he was on the show last. He would have loved. Year. Both, he would love both of. He those would have hot loved hot. both of those hot takes because he's he's a he's a Red Sox fan and a hardcore Celtics fan. Sam is not yeah. a hardcore Celtics. Fan. Shout out the to Celtics, Eli. Yeah, the Celtics crushed the Bucks today. Just or That's whatever yeah. game two it was one hundred nine to eighty six. I just looked it up. Yeah, so it's pretty good. JD Martinez heating up. You think so? Yeah, uh, if you look at his it, past two games. Yeah, you like that Grand Slam, Sam? Uh, yeah, right center field. Even, 
even right yeah exactly um opposite field and even though we were down by like eight runs at that point yeah it's a, it's the little victories like that's what you want to see yeah. i want to see jd martinez going to right field i think it was his second to last at bat in toronto where uh he was up three one in the count and he tried to hit the piss out of the ball and it ended up with a broken bat single it drove in an rbi but I, right. that's when i knew jd is getting back to normal you see his stroke going you know right center field he's looking up the middle away yeah so he's he's heating up and that is going to propel the red Sox back to where we need to be because we look like camel shit right now oh my god red Sox cannot hit the ball and it's weird because the red Sox pitching has been really good i feel like um we had a bad series or bad game in baltimore which kind of blew up our ERA since it's such a young season, but the starters and the relievers for the Red Sox have been on point and the hitting has been completely just like they're the light hitting Red Sox at this point. It's really we got no fucking production out of first base or the catcher position. Right. <laughs> first base None. catcher right. And then you know, JBJ's been okay, I guess. But Kike hasn't started hitting the ball. Verdugo has been carrying the weight as far as outfield production, and he's been meh at best, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, but I, I mean, it's like, pick it up. I mean, they, they have to because it's been really bad. I was telling Joel the Red Sox won tonight, and it was four to nothing, I think. And yeah. tonight was the first game that I can remember since like the Detroit series, which was the second series of the season where the Red Sox scored runs in more than one inning, which is really weird. I had COVID a couple weeks ago, and I watched a lot of baseball. And it was just this weird thing where the Red Sox would score, like, three runs in the second inning and then be shut, like, it would be a perfect game the rest of the game, just over and over and over again. And it was hard to watch. Yeah. You got to think about it too. Like, look at what fucking Baltimore did to us right now. Yeah, we got that was an embarrassing series for me as a Red Sox fan because when the boys go to Baltimore, I'm like, all right, we're about to get on track, back above 500, offense clicking. Fuck the Yankees. Nope, it was terrible weather, terrible offense. Now my uh, co-host on Bad Guy Radio, Ken Wo, is hitting the group chat like a fucking terrorist because his Orioles. Because he's an Orioles guy. Yeah. How did he yeah. get an Orioles guy? I don't know, man. He likes all the – he's a he's one of those late 70s, 80s guys where he likes all the throwback shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The big red machine and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, think he got, I think he got posters of Eddie Murray in his room right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so he's talking shit that the Orioles are beating the Red Sox. Man, like I had to mute him for at least 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And that's my boy. You know, I'm a Ken W-O-I on, on Twitter. So I, I kind of not worship this man, but, you know, he's a religious figure to me on social media. I had to mute him. Dude, nobody talks more shit than he does, though. He's just trolling yeah. people. He's yeah. always trolling. Uh. So who okay, so so for you guys who are both Red Sox fans, here's my question. Who is the most key guy in your lineup who needs to get hot to get this offense going? You want to take this, Sam, uh, or me? Sure. Uh, there's been a weird thing going on with the Red Sox, and um we have so Devers, Bogarts. J.D. Martinez are probably the best two, three, four, or three, four, five, or wherever you put them stacked against each other. They're like, I'd put them up against anyone in the league, right? And they're all batting right around 300. Bogarts might be batting like 400. Um, But it's this really weird thing. Again, it's like they never get hits together. It's like every time through the line, every time through the the lineup, one of them will get a hit, and uh, their offense is just not clicking as a unit. And I think that 
it probably has to do with the black hole at the bottom of the lineup, which is seven, eight, nine, first base, Jackie Bradley Jr. in the catcher position, which is like, if you get anyone on base, if the team can just get to seven, eight, nine without anyone scoring, then that's it. Like that's the bases could be loaded and they'll get out of the inning because those guys can't hit the ball. So I think that for the Red Sox offense, like they need to start stringing hits together. And I feel like it has less to do with one person than it has to do with uh, a kind of group of people. Uh, so you're saying it's like a collective, huh? Right. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's, you know, an offense is like, it's, you know, it's a game of like individual competitions, but at the same time, like, people feed off of each other and it's just so deflating when you get into the bottom of that lineup and it's like it's just easy outs you know it's a fucking crime that we got Frenchy yeah. Cordero playing first base right now I'm right. gonna put 80% on the of the blame here on Bobby Dahlbeck right now yeah you're you're supposed to be the guy that I could look to for 25 to 35 bombs. You're, you're not making contact right now. For Christ's sake, you got one home run and three RBIs with 10 hits. You're batting a buck 47. Right. Like, I got probably 80% of White Sox Twitter that can give me Bobby Dahlbeck's fucking production right now. Yeah. And that's sad because these are the worst athletes known to man. That's- Bobby Dahlbeck <laughs> has to be better. Like, you have to be better. I look at, you know, guys like Alec Baum, Austin Riley. You know, these are guys that took the next step offensively. Like, don't get me wrong. Alec Baum is not going to hit you the 35 to 40 home runs that Riley's going to hit. But look how much contact Baum's making. You know what I'm saying? He He's not striking out or giving up at bat. Bobby Dahlbeck can't hit a fucking pinata yeah. right now. Absolutely. That's alarming and, to me, Sam. <laughs> yep. And it is, and it's, uh, you know, he hasn't really been in the lineup very much lately because of it. But you and can't the thing play is, him. like, right, 147, if he would at least occasionally hit a home run, would would at least make people concerned about him. But the thing is, is he comes up to the plate, and people throw three fastballs right down the middle of the, the plate, and he strikes out because he can't Game touch over. the ball. <laughs> yeah. He, He's the so only he's gonna get his shit together. He's not and putting then, pressure on the pitcher. Like you're a power, right. you're a power hitter that I'm not afraid to pitch into. You right. know, if you look at look at the just look at the Yankees lineup right now. Gallo, Judge, Rizzo. That's that's three guys right there. Big power guys that I know I'm gonna have to avoid at one point or another. Right now, it's yeah. just Rafael Devers and JD Martinez and half of Xander Bogarts, because Xander just started picking that shit up the last six days or so. He's, you know. I mean, and no one's hitting home runs either. That's the thing. It's not just Bobby D. It's like nobody, like Devers isn't hitting home runs. I think that Bogarts has one home run this season probably. Uh, JD just hit two in the past two games, and those might be his only two. It's, nobody's been hitting the ball. Yeah, so Verdugo started all out decent, of them. but that that right. faucet got turned off. Yep. But I think it's you know I think it's a, I think it's a, a group think thing. And I think what it's. Do you what do you mean? Be more specific. Well, I just think that like offenses, you know, feed into each other, and there's no way for this offense like we can never bat around. We can never send nine men to the plate in an inning. Or we could send nine men to the plate in the inning, but that's it. Um, we can't send so, 10 men to the plate in an inning. So I hate to admit this, but after reading King Mac's Twitter feed, this has got me thinking about this, which is how do you get like that, that situational hitting? So if your seven, eight, nine guys are automatic out, how do you find a way to get those motherfuckers on base? Right. Well, JBJ has been doing okay, actually. But he goes like, he's back and forth. He's like, he had three hits today, I think. And I don't think he had a single hit in the Orioles series. No. Um, Sox win. White Sox just beat the Cubs three to one. Good. 
Thank fucking God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be in a position as a Red Sox fan trying to look at JBJ as a off uh you know offensive player because then you're in really deep shit and they're gonna talk <laughs> uh they're gonna talk about Kyle Bloom uh Bloom like he's an idiot. And I don't like Kyle Bloom slander at all. Oh really? Okay. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he's got to prove something to me. That guy, like, yeah, I knew you was going to say that, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, you know, I would like him to be everything that everyone thinks that he could be, but like, he has not proven that to me yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you got to call up uh, Casas and go go oh. trade for Jacob Degrom, and we'll be yeah. we'll be set. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the only thing he's proved that he can do, as far as I'm concerned, is like slash the budget, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Hey, but he knows how to use McDonald's money. Money. So, <laughs> I mean, got to give it to him there. Everybody can't beat Cohen. <laughs> right. But, you know. What, John Henry, that guy is a very rich man. Like the Red Sox have a shitload of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody. they got the corporate books. Yeah, everybody does. Every, uh, right. But the Red Sox, you know, the Red Sox have money, like more money. Yeah, the Red Sox have more money than most people. Right. Totally. So, cool. you know what the Cubs are not doing? <laughs> Spending any mm. goddamn money. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, they paid uh, what seventy-eight million for uh, America's favorite. Number three starter Marcus Stroman, who's actually the worst pitcher in Chicago. People keep telling me that. Is that true? It makes that me is true. Sense. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, because he got lit up in one. He had a couple of good starts, but he got lit up in one of his starts. I'm, I want to look that up, but he's got like a ten ERA or something. Dickie. Well, it, it came down. He pitched a good. Uh, he pitched a good game for his birthday. But other than that, they've been smacking the do rag off that guy, and I've been enjoying it every start. <laughs> good. <laughs> that was his first year with the Mets. He did. It was the same thing. Like he had a decent few years in Toronto. Then the Mets picked him up or traded for him or signed him or whatever. And the first year with the Mets, he was terrible. And then he got his shit together and pitched pretty well for them. Alright, so I want to talk about uh, this Yankees-Blue Jays game that just ended. Yankees beat the Blue Jays 9-1. to The Yankees have won 11 in a row, which is terrible. I hate the Yankees more than I hate the Cubs. Those are the two teams that I fucking can't stand. And I hate the Yankees more than I hate the Cubs. And the player that I hate the most on the Yankees, now that Brett Gardner's gone, is Aaron Judge. But in this game tonight, Aaron Judge hit a uh, a deep home run, and this fan, this Blue Jays fan caught it and then gave it to, like, a nine-year-old in a Judge jersey. This is in Toronto. I've seen that. That was beautiful. Saw that, right? And, like, that just got my nostalgia going. Like, I was like, oh, that's what is great about baseball is that this little kid went, you know, went to see his favorite player, and even though his favorite player fucking sucks, his favorite team fucking sucks, like, he got to see his favorite player hit a home run and someone gave him that home run ball. And that was just like, yeah, that got, I don't know, that's like the Field of Dreams theme song starts playing right there, right? Uh, right. That changed that kid's life forever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Like that kid was literally, like that nine-year-old kid is literally crying and hugging that like Blue Jays guy, you know, 30 year old Blue Jays fan who gave like caught this Aaron Judge home run ball and then just gave it to this kid. Like, that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, that's the beauty of baseball. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got to think about it though, if you're a Blue Jays fan, 
you just watch your team get massacred. Like, do you deserve a souvenir? No, but to be fair, it was one one at the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, uh, that's a little. To be fair, it was one one at the time. They did end up I... losing nine to one. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees. The Yankees on a heater right now. Yeah, it's not. Chapman is my least favorite Yankee, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, agreed. And that's that so dude's the worst. He and did, he also he used to be a cub. category though. Right? Like he's in he's criminal category. Like I don't like Aaron Judge. Right. I don't know. Do you see what but I mean? he never beat up his girlfriend? But he never beat up his girlfriend. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that Aaron Judge allegedly never beat up his girlfriend. Not not that Chapman. Hey, we can't put I'm not gonna put that on baby T. <laughs> um even without that, Chapman's still my least favorite Yankee. That's just something about that dude rubs me the wrong way. Well, because he blew game seven of the World Series. Yeah, and he didn't seem to care. I think that's what it was. Just like, oh, well, I'm the highest paid closer in the league. Whatever. Like, who cares? Like, and he did he'll, that he'll for the Cubs, too. Yeah, he'll strike you out and then stare you down. And then give you the same shitty stare when you're hanging sliders to Altuve with your season on the line. Or you letting right. fucking Rajay <laughs> Davis yeah. go yank on you. You know what I'm saying? It's He's indifferent. Like, I, yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, Roldis Chapman is my least favorite Yankee. Yeah. My thing about Aaron Judge, I, I agree with you. Like, Roldis Chapman should be the least favorite Yankee. The thing about Judge is that Yankee fans fucking love him so much. And, right. And Stanton is the best hitter in that lineup. Ooh, right. hold on now. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because that's what it's a Jeter A-Rod thing. A-Rod clearly better at baseball than Jeter. But Yankee fans never accepted him as one of their own. Yeah, right. but you gotta you gotta think about Aaron Judge though. He he could play any outfield position. He he's not giving away at bats, even though being a high strikeout guy, he's a high strikeout guy, high on base guy. Without without the walks, you know what I'm saying? Like Giancarlo Stanton swing, his singles won't hurt you. Aaron Judge spray chart is elite. Mm. Mm. I would take Aaron Judge over John Carlo, especially this point in the game right now. Wow, I would. I, other than maybe injury, I would not take Judge over Stanton. Like Stanton is amazing. Stanton is. Yeah, amazing. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But what is Aaron Judge though? He's not an MVP, and he's never going to be an MVP. Well, I fucking hope. That's bad news for my Red Sox. (laughs) (laughs) If Aaron Judge wins American League MVP, do you know what that means for the East? (laughs) I would rather Ty France win American League MVP than Aaron Judge. (laughs) No, no, no. The thing is, is that the Yankees aren't going to re-sign Judge, and he's going to go to the Red Sox or the Mariners. Oh, if if the if the Red Sox get Aaron Judge, are you getting a jersey, Sam? No, I'm not going to get a jersey. But I, you know, probably after a couple of years, well, then talk to me in a couple of years if that happens. Who would I you rather? Who I, would you rather have, Judge or I had a hot in a Red Sox uniform? Ooh, good question. This episode, but I had a hot take a couple of weeks ago that was because Aaron, Aaron Judge got offered a lot of money from the Yankees, and it's more money than he's going to get from anybody else, and he turned it down. Um, and so my speculation at that point was that he doesn't want to play for the Yankees anymore, and he is going to try to sign elsewhere. So then we were talking about him coming to the Red Sox, which would be, which I would love, but mostly just because it would piss off so many Yankees fans. Yeah, they'll be, I, they'll, I, they'll cry. Yeah, and it'll be so sweet. But I'm with Joel. I think that guy's an like a. a injury liability 
And I don't see that like getting better as he gets older. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I mean, but I don't need Judge for, you know, 162. Just give me 135 to 140 good games. Miss your games I mean, here and there. Even hit the IL for a week if you need to. And he right. is good. He is a good defender. He's good in the outfield. You don't need to DH him. No, and you could you could actually hit Aaron Judge anywhere in the lineup because he's a five tool athlete. He could run a little bit. You trust his eye around. You know you could lead him off. I love Aaron Judge in that two hole. Oh, really? I love Aaron Judge hitting two. Like, can you imagine Judge, Devers, J.D. Martinez? Trevor Story, Xander Bogarts, Verdugo. That's a gauntlet. Yeah. Well, Casas, just high Tristan Casas in your lineup. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I doubt it'll happen because the Red Sox aren't going to give them any sort of money. And really, all I want the Red Sox to do is extend Devers. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure not, out why they didn't do that. Do that. I don't know. Because they're not weird. offering them enough money. Because they're cheap motherfuckers. That's they're what. They're cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think Jose Ramirez would have got an extension before Rafael Devers. Yeah. Totally. That's amazing to me. Yeah, the Red Sox need to start spending some money. Because if they let, they let Mookie go and if they let Devers go too, it's just going to be. No, I'll probably uh, I'll probably get roasted like the holiday ham on the internet if we let Rafa and Betts walk in my life. Oh God, yeah, fuck yes. Like me as a black man, I would have to be on the Tory Hunter side of the Red Sox if they let Rafa and Betts go. Like I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Oh wow, yeah, what? <laughs> That would be yeah. fucked up. That would be fucked That would be terrible. That would be fucked up. How do you feel about like, I am blue at that point? I'll jump shit. <laughs> the same jokes I have about Joe Biden, I'll start telling them about fucking Kyan Bloom. All right, give me a direction. We can talk about uh, Kyrie Irving. We can talk about the White Sox. Or we can talk about dead balls. What do you guys want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, let's talk about dead balls. Dead balls. Yeah, Tony Larusa is my fucking manager, so dead balls is right on point. <laughs> All right. So uh, throughout the first month of the 2022 season, offensive production is at an all-time low. Uh, the league, and I, I looked this up, so fact check me on this shit. The league batting average is at 232. Home run rate is at 0.90, the lowest since 2014. And the league OPS is at 675, which would be the lowest since 1972. The evidence suggests that the reason for this is that MLB has replaced the quote-unquote juiced ball of the last two seasons with a quote-unquote dead ball, one that does not carry as far when it is hit as a fly ball. I've got a couple of tabs up right now. Uh, athletic, uh, baseballreference.com, and uh, vivialbodos.com, which is a... SP- that sounds like a porn site. JoJo, what you got going <laughs> on over there? <laughs> also, Did you I, log in? I, I just want all the listeners at home to know I am actively watching pornography right now uh but and and then also i want to give a shout out to uh dr meredith wills uh baseball astrophysicist who's been on this so like my question for you guys is what motivation does the league have to kill the balls in 2022 Right? Like, why are they doing this? Why do? Why are they uh, suppressing offensive output? Uh, faster games and to punish the players for their um, for the negotiations last time to kill their like lower their value. 
because there's a big difference in value in a 30 home run person and a 25 home run person as far as a contract goes. So it's to lower free agent pricing. That's my guess. Yep. Uh, 120%. When you're mad at kids as an adult, you take their candy. Yeah. Major League Baseball players just got their candy taken. Now your stats won't be inflated with the juice ball. Now you'll get exactly what you're worth. Yeah, and it's not even the hitters aren't the only ones who are, like, hurting from this. I don't know if you uh, are following the Mets at all. My new favorite Mets player. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My new favorite Mets player, Chris Bassett, who seems to have a complete fucking meltdown every five days, was talking (laughs) about how uh, the ball, like, you know, they don't have the sticky stuff anymore, but he was talking about how the ball is kind of mushy. And like all the pitchers can feel it and it doesn't move the way that it should what out of their hands. Um, and that's leading to an uptick in hit batsmen as well. And it's not the sticky stuff. It's the soft ball. Um, and an interesting thing, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched the Red Sox broadcast, but uh, Dennis Eckersley is one of the play-by-play guys. And he's a great play-by-play. I'm sorry, not play-by-play, color guys. And he's a great uh he's a great you know analyst for a lot of reasons mostly he talks like an insane person but he's also he's like a hall of fame pitcher he's one of the all-time greats as a starter and in a reliever and he has some like really interesting insights into the game and i was watching this one game the other day where devers hit this ball and he was like oh my god thinking that it was gone and it just went right to the center fielder who didn't even have to go back. It was like before the track. And then he started talking about how from the, you know, they're right above home plate, the, the announcers are. And he was talking about how he, like the ball sounds different coming off the bat this season than it has. It sounds, it's a different sound coming off the bat than it has been in previous years. And, you know, you see it. People are crushing the ball, and it doesn't, it doesn't make it to the fence. Field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and White Sox, like, commentators, I, like, I love Benetti and Stone. I'm not shitting on them. But they're like, well, it's cold. Well, it's windy. But right. that's not what's happening. It's, it's a different ball. Yeah. We were, uh, we were supposed to sweep the Rays when they came to Chicago and balls were getting destroyed and just dying at the edge of the track. Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, like you've seen, you've seen a ball absolutely get shitted on Sam and Kiermaier's just catching it at the track. You know, that is alarming because when X says the acoustics sound different, that's the key right there because you could see, trajectory like on tv or at the park you'll say oh yeah that's gone but the sound of a ball hitting yeah. the barrel of the bat that tells you how well somebody got it off the end of the bat uh got jammed the ball is definitely different like yeah. it, the cat's out of the fucking bag now because those acoustics don't lie and the off the bat velocity is huge like off the bat right. that velocity is 106 110 miles per hour and these are deep fly balls that should not be happening you hit yeah. a 108 mile an hour ball it, it should be a whole month q yeah. is actually good though he's he's a good outfielder yeah he, he's platinum glove i mean kk could go get him with anybody but still man still jojo the fucking ball supposed to leave over the fence you went. You clicked. <laughs> this is America's game. This is America. It's supposed to be a home run. <laughs> yeah. So, is anything going to change? Like, I mean, we're just going to have suppressed offensive statistics this entire season, right? I mean, maybe. It's, the thing that like makes me nervous is that the league seems to be getting very comfortable with manipulating the game in this way. And like, what's next? You know, they're like, you know, they're manipulating, they're like leveraging their power against the players by like 
doing all this weird shit with the ball and like who knows what's next you know right because what you already said if i only hit 15 home runs this season instead of 20 home runs and i'm a free agent that ex- that affects my income yep yeah yeah drastically by a lot right that's what they're doing which is fucked up yeah, well, I mean, you get what you deserve. I mean, shit, you see, like, I'm, I was on you guys' show, and I bootlicked the fucking owners because I still believe the name on the front of the jersey is more important than the name on the back. You honestly believe that Manfred and the owners wasn't going to get their pound of flesh for these guys, you know, taking up the strike. Well, they didn't go on strike. The, the well, not the strike, but and, the lockout. Right. And the owners locked them out, but the owners got everything they wanted in those negotiations. So it's just spiteful. Yeah. Old men being spiteful. Yeah. That's the idea. That's, yeah. that, that's the point. That's the yeah. goddamn point. Yeah. And it's, yeah, being spiteful and, like, trying to, like, manipulate the game so that they have don't have to pay as much mm. Mm. sounds evil to me yeah <laughs> by definition yes that's correct yeah it's some lex luther shit you know right 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 uh who is the rockies owner uh i'm blanking his name it's not well man it's man fort uh, man, Fred. Manafort. Man, yeah. Paul I, Manafort. I've been doing some research on him. Uh, we should do that episode because he is a huge like uranium mine owner. So yeah. like the what the fuck? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Every this is my whole thing. Every MLB owner has a fucked up backstory, and his is like. Selling nuclear arms, not nuclear arms, but uranium to Russia. That's what he made his money on. Uh, the owner of the Colorado Rockies. So we're going to have to get into that. It's not Paul Manafort. It's not Paul Manafort. That guy owned Ukraine. Um now everybody's looking at their phones. Oh no! Yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm out this derailed. <laughs> I've derailed the podcast because I was looking at their phones. It's over now. Now I got to see who this fuck face is. Uh, owner of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, classic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'm looking at my phone. All right. Right. Can't run it's a baseball contagious. team. Well, no, no, like you made your money off of Russian mafia money and then you buy the goddamn Colorado Rockies. Why would you do that? Like if I had blood money from the Russian mafia, I'm not using it to buy the Colorado Rockies. I would buy the Minnesota Twins. Why? They're more successful. Maybe you will win the World Series. No, uh, never winning a World Series with the Colorado Rockies. Well, yeah, if they don't fucking play the Red Sox again. <laughs> When's the next time you see Jack Morris walking through that fucking door for the, the Twins? Exactly. <laughs> no, no. Twi- uh, you may be onto something there. Yeah, it, it, no, think about it. How close are the Minnesota Twins to a World Series if the Yankees still exist? Well, but that's a jinx, though. No, it's just a bigger boot up your ass. Yeah, the Twins just had better players. You've got to win a three-game series against the New York Yankees at some point. Man, if the Yankees go to the World Series, I'm going to be so miserable. If that fucking bullpen stays the same, they might go to the World Series, JoJo. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna hate that shit. I'm gonna be so mad about that. I'm gonna become the biggest Mets fan in the world. 
Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. Hey, I, I got a hot take for you. I don't think the Mets are going to win the East. Ooh. Really? That's a hot take. <laughs> They're playing good ball right now. Oh, yeah. The the bullpen's been decent. The offense uh, the offense been clicking, too. Uh, Lindor didn't get off to a slow start. But I think the Mets are going to just fall apart down the stretch because you got to yeah, think Mets about style. it. Yeah, Mets Met style. Met. Exactly, yeah. Sam. <laughs> So it's just, is it going to be Philly? Is this Miami's turn to be the Cinderella? Miami has a, a very good baseball team right now. Yeah. They've got good young pitching, but they always do. I, we'll see. Well, Jesus Sanchez, too. I think he's a good player. Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. And Jorge Solar, I think. That guy's bro. Have you seen the home runs he's hit the that's, last couple that's what days? I'm <laughs> like, imagine hey, you're trying to serve somebody one. a fucking goes drink. Five hundred feet, Jesus! <laughs> you're trying to serve somebody a drink. Next thing you know, a baseball flies right into your old fashioned because Jorge Soler's taking a healthy ass cut. Yeah, yeah, that guy can really hit the ball, man. When you know when he when he connects, it goes forever. It does not come down. It's crazy. But, but he does mean, a good yeah, job with staying behind the ball. Like, he's not really a front-foot hitter. So he it's like he just pushes the ball out of the park. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You think that home run in the World Series landed yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does that shit all the time. Now, I don't know. That guy's good. That, I mean, the Marlins are good. I, the Mets are looking good, though. And they got to, like, they're, you know, once DeGrom comes back, they got a really good starting lineup. I mean, rotation. Yeah. Taiwan Walker stepping up, too. Nobody's talking about him. Right. I think uh, Cookie Carrasco just had one fucking bad start. But other than that, he's been solid, too. Right. And, you know, Bassett is probably insane, but he has been pitching really well. And he's a good pitcher. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's a pure pitcher. Uh, yeah. If you see the way Bassett changed speeds, I'm like, what the fuck? 73 right. to 92, then he'll go 91 on the cut slider type. I'm like, what the hell is this guy's throwing? Yeah. Ooh. We could do a whole pitcher episode. Yeah. I love um, pitching. Like, I'm glad the Sox didn't see Otani in the, at the rate. Oh. That would have been fucking, we would have probably got swept. <laughs> <laughs> No, we would have won one. He can't pitch two games out of four. We split that series. That's all right. Yeah, so right. That's the bounce back for the White Sox. White Sox are bouncing back. Okay. We needed that. Who's winning the NL East, you guys? I think. Ooh. Yeah, just yeah, go I ahead and say that. the fucking Mets, Sam. Just say the no, Mets. I'm still. I I called the Braves before the season started, and I'm still with. I'm still going with the Braves. Um, even you, though the you Mets sold on that rotation, so I'm Ian sold Anderson. on, I'm sold on the rotation being good enough. Um, you know, Acuna just got back. That's going to be a deadly lineup. Yeah. Well, um, shit. And then you got to think about it too. Uh, the guy who's been filling in in center field, Adam Duvall, he he's been missing his pitch all year. Now, just like JD Martinez. He's starting to smack shit out of the ballpark. Now. Right. That guy's a 40 home run hitter. Like, that guy legit hit the ball. I, you know, I, I think it's too early. I, I, it, I keep saying on the podcast, it's too early in the season to panic about your team, Joel. Right. Right. And no, it's I'm too panicked. early in the season. Wait, talk, no, no. <laughs> it's too early in the season to like bail on your preseason picks, I think. So I'm staying with the Braves. But the Mets are looking better than I was expecting them to be out of the gate. That's that's all. Yeah. Well, nobody started off slow. Everybody yeah. just had a fucking normal April in New York. Right. And with that talent, it's just going to fucking um, yeah, that'll explode. Carry you. It'll carry you, yeah? Yep. Uh, I'll probably... I like, uh, I like 
Miami's pitching with Pablo Lopez, uh, Sandy, Alcantara. And even though the Mets got better players, I think Miami is the most athletic team in the division. And that's including the Braves with Acuna. If you if you look at, you know, Jazz Chisholm, Jesus Sanchez, Brian Anderson, you get to outside of the catcher position and probably Jesus fucking Aguilar, everybody else is an athlete. So when the game gets hairy and it's a it's a do or die situation, I can trust that athleticism rather than just traditional position players, if you get what I'm saying. Oh fuck, yeah. We got it's like about- the it's like the Cleveland uh, Guardian situation. They're the most athletic team in in the in the central. That's why they're the most dangerous too to me, because they catch the ball and they pitch just like fucking Miami. Yeah. No, they're pissing me off right now. The twins were pissing me off earlier. And now the Cleveland Guardians are pissing me off also. Also, hot take, I like the Cleveland Guardians uniforms. Am I the only one who who likes those? Like mm. the, the font? I'm indifferent. You're indifferent? Okay. Like I was like I haven't really seen them. I mean, they're a take on the Indians uniforms, but they've got like kind of a art deco font. I don't know. I kind of like them. <laughs> All right, guys. Last last hot takes. We're, I'm gonna sign this off. All the okay. First of all, can the White Sox still win this division? Fuck yes. Yeah. Right. The White Sox. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I called them to win the division. It's too early to bail on your picks, Joe. That's all. Right, I'm they're only three and a half back. Like they're below five hundred, but nobody in that division's that great. Uh, yeah, uh, the I got I got like a I got a weak rule. Like okay. if you're if you're like three and a half four games back, where all you need is a good week to get back into the important conversation, okay. you're never out of the fucking race. I don't. I think in that eight game skit, we were still in the weekly conversation to where we'll just turn it on and have a good week like we're about to curb stomp the cubs and pro- use that to propel us into may and june when it, we're back in it, first place May is crazy though it's like cubs cubs yankees yankees red sox red sox with yeah. some cleveland and kansas city inserted in there. like yeah that's the gauntlet that's what you need you need to figure out who you are this yeah. is a good fucking chance to get your identity yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what the Red Sox need a little bit. What did the Red Sox <laughs> need to assert themselves in the AL East? What's that? What did the what does Boston need to assert themselves in the division? They need to just start hitting the way that they can. Uh, and Trevor Story hasn't been hitting the ball. He needs to start hitting the ball. But he, I, yeah. He I mean, we're kind of getting to the end of this excuse being okay, but he didn't really have any sort of spring training, and it really seems to have – like, he just looks – his timing's off at the plate. You can see it. Like, I can see it, you know, but it's – it's uh, but, you know, that's going to – something's got to give it a certain point. He hasn't hit a home run yet. Um, but if the Red Sox can hit – if the Red Sox can continue pitching the way that they've been pitching and can hit to their potential and maybe get a productive slot in the bottom third of their order, then they're going to win a shitload of games. They're just going to win a lot of games, I think. Because the pitching's been good. And that was my big question at the beginning of the season. Yeah, like that's the one. Like we got fucking – uh, Hirokazu coming out the bullpen, he's looking like Okajima. Like, if, yeah. if I don't have to worry about him, Robles, even fucking Brazier, he's starting to get hot now, Sam. Yeah. And that he's stringing together some too. out and it's over. Because yeah. now you're worried about is fucking Matt Barnes. Yeah. And he's been pretty, he's been effective in a few outings, the few outings that I've seen him in. He's been okay, but his velocity's just not up where it used to be. Which is, mm-hmm. I mean, it'll it'll get there. It'll it'll yeah. get there. I think if uh, time could make a move, and we need to seriously upgrade, I would go out and look for a high end reliever. 
I'm talking about yeah. a, a, a lockdown closer because if you look at the bullpen, it's been intact. And you and whatever uh, fucking Alex Crow wants to do with Garrett Whitlock, who's turned into a American weapon right now. Yeah. So keep, keep him in the get lineup. the closer I position mean, ironed out. Yep. I say keep him as a starter. That guy's good. Filthy. And then Tanner Hoke, too. Oh, my God. And then you got Chris Sale coming back. Right. There you go. Playing for the Red anyway, The Red Sox just got to start hitting the ball the way we know they can. And, you know, and they'll be fine. That's what I think. All right, ladies um, and This has been Dub on the Yub, ostensibly a baseball podcast. We talked baseball. Usually we don't talk baseball in this podcast, but we talk baseball on this podcast. Justin, beautiful. beautiful. Justin, thank you for joining us. Uh, what's your Twitter handle at Onka? Yeah, Panthera underscore Onka. It is the scientific name for Jaguar, just in case you were wondering. Oh, Follow I'm me and the Bad Guy Radio at the Bad Guy Radio. Follow him on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Um. You can also check us out on all of your social media applications. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever the fuck you got. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great baseball season. We're going to do this again. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Hey, babe, I'm going to leave you and the time is long.